Welcome to Rise Through Style, a podcast for women stepping into their next level selves by styling their lives, businesses, bodies, and closets. I'm Christy Russell, image consultant, CEO, and media style expert. I help women embrace their bodies, take ownership of their desires, and create an authentic style that represents who they are. I'm here to show women how powerful they truly can be through style, because when women are fully expressed, we change the world. Let's jump in. Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome back to another episode on the podcast. This one's a little different because I had posted something on Instagram, actually a question box on my Instagram stories earlier last week, asking those of you that have been thinking about becoming a personal stylist, what questions that you had, what things you wanted to know about the program, and what hesitations or fears you may have that I can answer for you. So I've picked the top five that have come up quite a few times, actually, and I thought we could deep dive into them. And for those of you that have already joined the online personal stylist training, welcome. I am so excited. The Classes start September 6th for any of you that are interested. This is a nine-week program where I'm going to give you basically everything I've learned over the past 14 years of being a stylist and an image consultant. And we're going to dive into how to do shopping sessions, wardrobe sessions, how to look at your clients beyond just the regular body type stuff and really create a lot of harmony using a lot of different style dimensions. We're going to get into the levels of dress because this is a question especially that's a hot topic now that we're, you know, more so at home these days and things have shifted a little bit. So we're going to be talking about that more in depth. We're getting into a lot of image theory and just everything you could possibly want to know about this industry and how to get started. So uh, I will leave the link for that down below. In case you guys want to jump in, the doors close for this program on September 4th. That's a Saturday. So you've got just over a week left. And I would love to have you guys be a part of it if it's a calling on your heart. So with that said, let's jump into the meat and potatoes, which is the questions that you have about the personal stylist training, about this industry, and what I can answer for you. So the first question that actually was a big one, and one I didn't see coming to be honest, but a big one, was many of you had asked about where you live and whether geography plays a role in you being a personal stylist. So one woman in particular had mentioned that she was from Oklahoma. A couple of you had also said that you were from very rural areas and you were nowhere near a major metropolitan city. And you wanted to know if that would affect your chances of becoming a personal stylist. So my answer as a very clean and easy one is no. And the reason I say that is because I, too, also started in a rural area. I was very much outside of the Toronto area when I very first began. To be honest, I was two hours away, so I was nowhere near it. <laughs> and uh, so when I began, I was not relying on the downtown city to help curate clients for me or create an income and a business for me because I just didn't want to spend that kind of time in my car driving back and forth. And uh, so I started where I was. And the thought I had to always come back to was that all women want to feel good in their clothing. Every single human being you look at as you walk down the street, as you interact with someone online, is that we all have a closet. And if we all have a closet, that means we all need help. <laughs> there are a lot of people that need help with their closet. It does not have to be in an area that is surrounded by a major city. 
And they're even in small rural areas, like there are some beautiful mom and pop shops that need support. I'm a big believer in supporting local. You guys probably know that if you've been following me for some time. I love mom and pop shops. I just think there's so many owners that run boutiques that just have such a beautiful eye for curating gorgeous pieces in their stores. And so if you have something like that local, then of course that's where you can take client shopping. But the other big reality is that our world is so expansive because of being online. And this is why in my program, I cover actually how to do virtual styling so that if you have, let's say a client in person and you can go and do their wardrobe sessions, let's say for example, you can take their shopping online. I will show you exactly how to do that. I will show you how to do sessions in general online so that if you want to expand your horizons and also connect with women on a worldwide scale and help them, you will be able to do that. And nowadays, especially with, you know, all the like craziness that's happened in the world over the past year and a half, you know, a lot of stylists have gone online for that very reason. And I've been online for a number of years and it hasn't affected anything. You can serve your clients just as beautifully anywhere in the world from the comfort of your home without needing to be in a major city to do so. So again, that's something that I cover in depth in my program, but definitely don't let it hold you back. You could become a local stylist in your city or town And that can be a really beautiful thing. I have quite a few stylists that have been in my program that are also from small towns, have done really well and do both in person online. Uh, And then there's other people that just want to do solely online. So really the sky is the limit. And again, this is something that we would cover in the program. Now, the next question that I've gotten quite a few times is, do I get a certificate when done the program? So the answer is yes. Every student that joins the program has six months to do all of the homework and assignments that are in the program. And the reason I give homework and assignments is twofold. Number one, I want a way for people to really uh, integrate the material into their mind. And I personally believe that when we do more tactile exercises, like things that we have to physically work on rather than just writing things out in a notebook, I find that to be really helpful for memorizing the material deeply, like thinking about it and really integrating it, if you will. And, uh, so that's why I have all of my students do exercises to put into play what they're learning every single week. And then not only that, but I give them the opportunity to actually find a family member, friend, or even a client if they want to actually go through these exercises too so that they can implement them in real time. So I give them six months to do that. And if they submit the homework either in the Facebook group or just by email, because I know not everyone uses Facebook, they will get a certificate of completion once the homework is all done for me. And so yes, that, that will be available to any of the students that complete it within that time. Now the next question that came up is how soon can I start styling? So this question honestly is really dependent on you and your comfort level. There are people that join the program that are already seasoned stylists and they just want to get some more information. And there are other people that are new and either start like right as they're in the course and they kind of really think about how they want to get their business going, who they want to serve, all these beautiful things. And, you know, obviously implement all the things that we're learning. And then they'll start their business right away, like basically right after we they finish the program. Uh, Even actually, when was it? I think on Friday. So just this past weekend, I actually had one of my spring students reach out to me 
just sharing her excitement because she's already signed two clients and she's working on three more, which is awesome. And she only took the program back in the spring, which is so cool. So I think we wrapped that class, uh, I think it was the end of April or very beginning of May. So that's a really short window and she's already getting paid for what she does, which is absolutely brilliant. But if you're someone that really wants to take time, let's say your schedule is really busy, you want to just really think about and marinate how you want to go through this, then of course there is no pressure. So this is something that you can start when you're ready. But I encourage people, you know, the best way to learn is just to kind of take that messy action and just start now because there's really not going to be a time where you're going to feel comfortable, if you will. Even for me, when I had gone to my very first client, I remember... Okay, my heart pounding out of my chest. I feel like I was probably sweating, to be honest, when I drove to my first client. And like in my mind, all I could think about was, oh my God, she's going to know she's my first client. And like, what if she asks me something that I can't answer? And like all of these things just started swimming in my mind. And it ended up being such a beautiful session that we had. And we had a few ongoing sessions together, this client and I. And I felt like such a rock star when I left her home afterwards because I felt like I had ripped the Band-Aid off. I felt very official. And it just gave me more confidence to move forward. And I really think a lot of that comes from the act of getting started. You got to take that messy action because I know we've talked about this on the podcast before, but our, our mind loves to curate fear. That's completely irrational, completely irrational. And so a lot of the time that fear sort of melts away and dispels itself as soon as we get started. So again, you can start as soon as you want. It's totally up to you. Now, the next question was, how long will it be before I sign clients? Again, entirely up to you. There are people that are more comfortable with putting themselves out there than others. And one thing that I've said that is no secret is you have to be uh, aware that you're going to have to push yourself to get yourself out there because people can't work with you if they don't know you exist. So for some people, it will start off word of mouth through family and friends. Other people will use, let's say, social media as a tool, or they might use networking uh, events that are local. I mean, there's so many ways to put yourself out there nowadays online. So the more you get in the habit of doing that, the faster you will begin to sign your clients, which is really excited. So, or exciting, sorry. So you can do that as soon as you want. Again, some people will do that as we're going through the program. Other people will start immediately after or somewhere down the road. There is no right or wrong. This has to be something that you feel good about. And so if you want to finish the program, get the tools you need, have more information under your belt and then start, then do that. There's no, there's no right or wrong. And then the other question that came up a lot, which I always think such an interesting one, is am I too old to start? So first of all, what does that even mean? Am I too old to start? <laughs> I really think that honestly, age is just a number. Honestly, it's because it, it is, it's just a number. So it's really about the ceiling that you're putting over your own head in terms of what you're making your age mean about you and when you want to start. Because I've had women in my classes that are in their 20s. And then I have had other women in my courses for styling that are mid 60s, 70s that are taking the program and then they end up beginning their styling afterwards or they use those tools and the information to something else in fashion that really speaks to them. But they don't let the age thing hold them back. And I really say it's just a thing because it's again about what story we're making that mean about our age. 
And I actually had talked about one of the myths of personal styling on a recent YouTube video, actually. And I was talking about the fact that nowadays, I truly believe that there is such a market for women in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, because, you know, we know that mainstream media really caters for most part to a younger audience. But all of us at any age all want to feel phenomenal. We want to look in the mirror and feel fantastic about the skin we're in. We want to have an outfit that really reflects who we are. We want to feel absolutely stunning when we're looking in the mirror at ourselves and have this like really beautiful positive reinforcement take place and just have that internal confidence kind of kick in for us, right? And because, again, I, I believe that mainstream media in a lot of ways, although it's changing, really caters to a younger audience, this is why I think there's such a boom and such a gorgeous market for maturing women because we all want to feel fabulous, right? No exceptions. And I think, you know, especially since the 90s, right, if you think about you know, the image that was portrayed for women, I would say like mid forties and over back in the nineties, like it was a very different image and even style that was put on women back in the day, something that was much more conservative. Um, it, it did have sort of an aging feel back in the day. And I really truly believe that now it's, very different. It's very, very different. People are starting to break the ceiling and the limits with all of those rules that were kind of taking place back in the day. And really it's more now about self-expression and figuring out what makes you tick, what you'd like to see, how you want to communicate through your style. And I think there's such a massive market for that. So don't feel because you're of any, like of any age that you can or cannot get into this industry, because I feel like you can niche out in so many different avenues within this field and it can serve you really well and more importantly, serve your clients really well. So don't let age hold you back. To this date, my most mature client that I've ever worked with was in her 90s and I just thought it was such a fun thing to take her through and I loved going through her closet because she really took pride in what she wore she had a fantastic closet we had so much fun talking about what she wanted to wear and what she wanted to bring into her closet as a new season was sort of approaching at that time and I remember thinking when I was in that session with her like god it's so true like we never stop caring about our style like how we're presenting ourselves you know how we want to feel when we look in the mirror like that is timeless information and a timeless feeling that we're looking to curate for ourselves. So truly, truly the sky is the limit. All right. So those are the top five questions. If you have any more, please feel more than welcome to hit me up on Instagram. It's instagram.com forward slash Christy Russell. I'd be happy to talk to you if any of you have any more questions. Remember the doors close on September the 4th. So it's just over about a week, week and a half away. I would love to have you in the program if you're thinking about it. And other than that, I'm sending you so, so much love and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would be honored if you would leave me a review on iTunes. And if you really loved it, please be sure to share it and tag me on social media, which is at Christy Russell, to let me know. I'm always so excited to hear your thoughts. Sending you guys all the love to the moon and back, and I'll see you in the next episode. <laughs>